Hey everyone, it's Cassie and this is Chrissy and this is Did You Catch That with Cassie and Chrissy. We are officially two days away from Super Bowl 55. It's set for Sunday, February 7th, 6.30 p.m. at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, Florida. Uh, the Bucks are going to get to play in their own stadium for the Super Bowl and that's never happened before. This is the first time in NFL history that a team gets to host a Super Bowl at home and of course, Tom Brady would be the guy literally that team. Like, <laughs> like, of course, it's him. Yeah, I'm just like, literally, that's the thing. Like, you can't count Tom Brady out ever. So I was talking with someone and they're like, oh, like, who do you think's going to win? And it's like, you literally cannot go against Tom Brady. You like, can't at all. You cannot go against Tom Brady. It's insane. And, like, I'm a public known Tom Brady hater. Not for the player. Like, I'll admit he's the best quarterback ever. But I just don't like him, you know? Something about him. So when I talk about him, I'm not talking about the way he plays. And everyone was like, oh, now? And I'm like, I was never talking about the way he played. Like, he was always a good player. But now it's just insane. Like, I don't, I don't even know what to say. Like, Tom Brady... Took the Buccaneers to the Super Bowl his first year with them. And also, um, give credit to Bruce Arians because I loved him. When I was in Arizona, he was the coach there too. And I really yeah, like This is Bruce's um, first Super Bowl appearance as a head coach. Yeah, so I also really like Bruce Arians. And I also want him to win a Super Bowl. But then on the other side, I love Patrick Mahomes. Like, the Chiefs, I love them. And I love Andy Reid. So... I'm just kind of like, what what am I going to do? You know, I'm going to watch it and enjoy it because this is the first Super Bowl I've been excited about in a while. Same. Either way, the good part about this Super Bowl is either team that wins, there's good that comes from it. Like, you know, the Chiefs, they won the Super Bowl last year, so they're no stranger to this platform. But the Bucks haven't been to the Super Bowl since 2002. So this is huge for them. Plus, like I said before, they get to play at home. Like, that's a big deal. Um, what else? Like, if they do win, if the Bucks win, Tom Brady will have seven Super Bowl rings. Seven. And he'll continue his reign as the oldest uh, quarterback to win a Super Bowl. He got that title back in 2019 when the Patriots beat the Rams in the Super Bowl, and he was 41 at the time, and that he beat out Peyton Manning for that title. I think Peyton was 39 when he got that title. Uh, the Denver Broncos beat the Carolina Panthers in the Super Bowl in 2016, and then Tom Brady knocked him out of first place. That is insane. Yeah. I mean, that's why I'm just like, like, I really like the Chiefs, so I would want the Chiefs to win. But in the same breath, if the Buccaneers win, it's like, okay, I like Bruce Arians and Tom Brady. Yeah, he would do that kind of thing. That's why I'm kind of leaning towards the Chiefs. But at the end of the day, I'm just going to be watching like history being made and like greatness because this game is going to be so good. The, I think 2016 Super Bowl, I do remember because DeMarcus Ware, you know, when he left the Cowboys and went to the Broncos. So DeMarcus Ware got a Super Bowl ring and I was so happy for him. And then the last Super Bowl I was excited for was when the Falcons blew the lead. 
It's like the Rams one. I wasn't too. It was kind of remember how boring it was. It was so boring. It was so like boring. I remember Tony Romo was broadcasting it and he was like pulling teeth. Like there was literally nothing to say. And he's gonna be back this year, which is very exciting. I love Tom Brady. I remember they got like a field goal in the Rams one, and then he was like, "Wow, finally something we can talk about." I was like, (laughs) "But yeah, this game. I think this is gonna be a good game. Like." Like a real game, you know, not that other, I'm not saying like other ones are fake, but this is going to be like a real football game. And I'm so excited. Yes, as am I. Since you're going for the Chiefs, I just, you know, to spice things up, I'm a, I'm, I'm going to go for the Buccaneers. Are you rooting for the Buccaneers? Like I'm rooting for the Chiefs. I don't I'm not deciding. I'm not like I'm not even going to make a statement on who's going to win because like. Listen, I'm going to pray me. I'm going to pray for the Chiefs. Yeah. But I'm going for the Buccaneers. Yeah. Like I can't yeah, I'm I like I'm leaning I'm rooting for the Chiefs, but then there's people I like on the Bucks, but at the same time like I'm not going to say the Chiefs are winning because Tom Brady will literally haunt me. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like you cannot bet against Tom Brady. Like I will never ever ever. He's just too him. good. He He's is. It's not even fair. Good. This man went to Tampa Bay. He said, you know what? I'm going to pick Tampa Bay and brought them to the Super Bowl. Do you remember when that happened? It was so random seeing him in the Tampa yes. Bay jersey. And I think everyone was kind of on the same page. Like, okay. And now look, he's in the Super Bowl. Literally insane. It didn't even take him. He didn't even need two years. <laughs> right. Like, it's the craziest thing ever. So that's why I'm literally like when people ask me who's going to win, I'm like, I do not know. Like, I'm not even saying anything. But at the same time, I want the Chiefs, but they just won. And Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, they're relatively young. Like, they Very. have years left. So at the same time, like, not that I want Tom Brady to win another Super Bowl. Like, whatever. That's that. He's already the best. But I really do like Bruce Arians. And... I would like for them, like, him to win a Super Bowl. That's why I'm just like, what the heck? Like, my brain is soup, you know? (laughs) I've never heard that before. That's really funny. But I like Bruce Arians, too, and I actually want to shout him out. Um, He has the most diverse staff in the NFL. And, you know, since it's Black History Month, let's, let's get into that. Tampa Bay's offensive coordinator, Byron Lefwich, their defensive coordinator, Todd Bowles, their special teams coordinator, Keith Armstrong, and their assistant head coach and run game coordinator, Harold Goodwin, are all black. And it doesn't stop there. Like, the diversity goes outside of just race. Like, he has women. He has varying ages. I think the oldest staff member he has is 82. Like, wow, that's we amazing. love a coach that's not an ageist. We love that. Not an ageist, not racist. <laughs> That's doesn't amazing. discriminate against gender, you know, he's yeah. pro woman. No, that's why Bruce Arians seems like such a nice guy. Yeah. He really does. So I would be so happy for him. And I love that. That's a really wow, that is diverse. I don't even want I'm not even interested in other teams. Because I'll probably be disgusted. <laughs> right, exactly. If you saw um, the yeah. quote unquote diversity of their staff. But a quote from Bruce Arians, he said, But to hear voices in a staff meeting that are not the same don't look alike, but they all have input, you get better output. For the players, the same thing. Not hearing the same thing over and over. To hear from different people, from different ages, from 27 to 82, and every kind of ethnic group there is, 
and male and female. I know our players learn from that. I know I do, and so does our staff. That's amazing. I really like that. Okay, I'm rooting for the box. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. Like, I would want, I like Bruce Arians. Even my dad, my dad was saying how he likes Bruce Arians. And so. like you were saying, like, you know, not that, I mean, if the Chiefs win, they obviously earned it. But like you said, they're they're pretty young. I mean, Travis Kelsey's only 31. Um, Patrick is 25. Like, you'll have time. And when it comes to winning back-to-back titles, that hasn't happened in the last 16 years. So the odds are a little against them in that sense. And you know who the last people to do it were? Hmm, I wonder. It was Tom Brady and the Patriots. (laughs) (laughs) Tom Brady and the Patriots. They were the last people to do it. They won in 2003 and 2004. Yeah. Yeah. You see, that's why it's like either way, I'll be happy. I'm not like too stuck on one team. But now that I'm thinking about it, (laughs) I might start leaning towards the Bucks for Bruce Arians. But at the same time, I don't know. Like, that's why... I'm so conflicted. Like, I have such inner conflict within myself right now because it's, like, a lot. Like, like I'm just, like, rooting for Tom Brady. But then I don't want to, like, root Well, look at it this way. You're rooting for Bruce Arians. Yeah, I am rooting for – exactly. And I like Rob Gronkowski <laughs> and the Bucks in general because I know what it's like. Like, the Bucks fans, they're probably, like, pretty loyal fans, you know, like – they're fans of the Bucks because they're from Tampa Bay. Obviously, other people are too, but like, I feel like they're a very like localized fan base, and they haven't been too good. So I think it would also be exciting for like Bucks fans. Like, imagine like the Chiefs fans are already expecting it. The mm-hmm. Chiefs fans, the Chiefs are gonna be the new Patriots. You know, that's why I'm not too pressed. That's why I kind of want the Bucks to win too for their fans, because like I know what it's like to never even see your one of your teams, like, deep in the playoffs. Right. So I think that would be great. So, yeah, I don't know. It'll be good. Definitely. If the Chiefs win, though, if they win, Patrick Mahomes will become the youngest quarterback to win two Super Bowls. And assuming that he also wins Super Bowl MVP, he'll become the youngest quarterback to win multiple Super Bowl MVP awards, according to uh, CBS Sports. Wow. I mean, yeah, Patrick Mahomes is like I watched the the thing is sometimes I'll watch the Chiefs and I'm like, this team isn't even fair. Like it's not. It's not fair. I'm just like, how? Like, how is this even, how is this even allowed? But then in that same breath, you watch Tom Brady. And then it's just like okay, like <laughs> like it doesn't matter how down da- how many points they're down by, like you literally cannot count him out. Listen, if if he really beats the Chiefs, like there there's no more argument about Tom Brady. There's just no there's already no argument about Tom Brady. But yeah, this yeah. is really gonna solidify it. Yeah, one thousand percent. Because yeah, there really isn't an argument now, but I could see how people could say, like, you know, like people do still kind of put up an argument. But after this after him, because people would argue that, you know, it was with the Patriots, him and Belichick, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's, like, their biggest argument. And it's like, mm, no. But if he wins... And that's no shade to Belichick as a coach at all. Oh, no, it's no shade, but it's like, 
Tom Brady, like, look at what he look at what he did to the Bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is exactly what. Yeah, I know. I like Belichick a lot too, but my point is like when people are like Tom Brady's the greatest. Like, yeah, but we have to. They would always say you have to see him on a different team or a different environment or blah blah blah. And then he went to Tampa Bay, and now look, you know. So, mm-hmm. oh my God, if he wins this game, it's over for everyone. That would be. <sighs> that would be insanity. Like. It's over for everybody. You should see my face right now. Like, it's you have to laugh. You have to. Literally, I can't even. That's why I'm like, people betting, people bet on sports games a lot. Um, I know people who usually bet on the Super Bowl, but, like, if I would bet, like, if I was a better on sports games, I would ha- not bet on this game. No. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I would, I would, it's too risky, and I don't like losing money. Yeah, it's too risky, and I wouldn't even know, like, who to choose at the end of the day. Like, it's going to be such a good game, and it's, like, I feel like... I believe the Chiefs are um are the favorites right now. Of course. So. Yeah, that's why, like, oh, my God. I could never, like, I would never be able to bet on this game. Like, I would never be able to, like, pick, like, a winner right now. Like, I, I wouldn't know. But that's good, though. That's what good games are. Like, I hate when you go into a game and you're like, yeah, they're going to win. That's how I felt about when the Patriots and the Rams were in the Super Bowl. Like, can we just get this over with? Like, it just, it was not giving what it was supposed to give. It wasn't because it was supposed to be the Saints. Ooh. Ooh, because remember that pass interference (laughs) call? Like, literally that pass interference call right in front of the refs. Like, if there was a textbook. If there was a textbook for refs and it said this is a pass interference, they would have showed a picture of that play. Like and that's the T. It is that play was literally the textbook definition of a pass interference, and it's not even like the ref was far. It happened right in front of the ref's face. I'm I remember just, that. Oh my god! Like I'm not even a Saints fan, and my like heart hurt. So, yeah. That that is a super bore. I was like, okay, like let's wrap it up, folks. Yeah, let's move on to next season. Yeah. Oh, can we talk about the halftime performance? This year's the weekend. Yes. What do you think? What What, what do you think? I'm not excited. I'm Me not excited. either. Okay. There's <laughs> only one. I would. No, I'm not looking forward to it. And that's no shade to the weekend. I think you know he's cool, but I want to see you know people up there pop locking. I want to see like you know just. Honestly, I, need I think performer. last year was really good. Exactly. I need a performer. Mm-hmm. Not just loud music and, and, you know, lights and fire and stuff. That's great. But I like someone who's up there and, like, dancing. And I heard, yeah, I agree. And I heard he was going to be bringing, obviously, everyone brings people out. But there is speculation of, like, who he was going to bring out. And the people I heard, um, did you hear anyone? I didn't hear of anybody. I heard he might bring Ariana Grande out. Ooh, I like that. Okay. Yeah, which is good, but at the same time, like, she's kind of performing. But then I heard Demi Lovato, (gasps) which I like. Demi Lovato has some pipes on her. Like, that girl can sing, but Demi Lovato is not really a performer, you know? She's more of, like, a singer. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know who else he's... I heard a few people he's going to bring out. Ariana, I can kind of see perform, but at the same time, like... A different kind of performance. Like, last year's was just so good. Amazing. Last but year's I'm, was really good. Maybe the weekend will, like, pop, lock, and drop it. Who knows? <laughs> like, But that's the thing. I don't even want to see him do that. And also, I mean, I guess he does have some hits. 
but I only know his like major hits. Like I don't really listen to him outside of like like I was saying, no blinding lights from TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> and I know like the ones like the songs from like the movie like Fifty Shades of Grey like five years ago. Um, uh, earned it. Earned yeah, it. yeah, that one. Like other than that, like. I don't, like, listen to him like that. Neither do I. I know, like, the mainstream stuff. Yeah, exactly. So, I'm in, I mean, I hope it's fun. I'm a, I mean, I'm root, rooting for him, giving him the benefit of the doubt. But at the same time, um, I was, like, not that excited when I heard he was performing. At all. However, so I was options. very... Huh? There's just so many other options. There are. But they, they got it right with choosing Jasmine Sullivan to sing the national anthem. Oh, I... yes. Yes. I'm very excited for that. Yes. I agree 1000%. Because she and her new body of work is, is amazing. So I don't know, like, who is in charge of getting her this gig, but great job. She's going to do amazing. And the guy that does um, Where the Money Resides, he has a Super Bowl commercial. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. The power of social media. Wow. Yeah, no. Yeah, Jasmine Sullivan's going to be great. The weekend's not going to be bad, but, like, uh, I want to see him how he's going to put on a show kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, speaking of commercials, Nick Jonas has a commercial. Really? For the Dexcom, the monitor for his I was just about to ask you, too. I was going to say, like, is it geared towards diabetes? That's good. Yeah. It's for the Dexcom. I'm like, finally, because sometimes he'll speak out about it, and then he'll go, like, radio silent for a few years. And that'll be good then. Yeah, it will be good. But yeah, for the Dexcom and he posted about it. I'm like, that's cool. I don't know. I love the commercials. But yeah, the the halftime performance, we'll see what happens. I feel like he has to put on a show it's just a Super Bowl. You have like, to. You, you have to take risks. Like, like Yeah. Oh my gosh. We'll see. I don't know. How do, how do we feel about Super Bowl parties this year? Uh no. No? No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because, like... <sighs> well, define party, because actually my family used to throw Super Bowl parties every year. Um, obviously, we haven't thrown one in a couple years, but, um, yeah. I don't know. For me, personally, not. Um, I guess how you define party, if you're getting a group of your friends together and you all know, like you're safe because the age our age group like 21 to 49 year olds are the super spreaders of covid and that's why they're gonna work to give us the vaccine because we're the super spreaders like obviously i see two friends but one of them's vaccinated and then the other one gets covid tested at work so like i know they're good and we'll like drive around but like i have other friends that i'm still not seeing because like they'll go out They'll see, like, work friends, and they'll go to brunch and stuff. So I have friends that, like, I'm not seeing because of that. So I guess it defines what you mean by, like, party and if everyone's safe. No, I feel you. I had a friend invite me to game night. I said, how many people are going to be at game night? She said 15. I said, girl, I'm not coming. Yeah. I'm not coming at all. That sounds dangerous. Yeah, it's different if it's, like, like, an intimate party with, like, your closest friends and you all know each other, but, like, once it's a party and, like, other people, like, that you're not friends with in particular start coming, and it's like, hmm. Yeah. What yeah. They, that's the thing. It's like, what do they do? And I do not want to get COVID. It's been a year. I've luckily have not gotten it. 
I'm trying to stay away from it because I can get really sick. But, yeah, I just feel like Super Bowl parties this year with people who don't know each other, like, it's different if it's a group of, like, eight friends or whatever, and they all – and they see each other on the regular, like, you know? Yeah, and they're in your bubble. Yeah, exactly, if they're in your bubble. But, like, if it's, like, a few more people and then people you don't know are coming in, I mean, I would be scared – I would just be scared for myself because I just, like, don't want to get it. Yeah, because that's, like – it's not about, um, I mean, it is about spreading it, but you also have to think about, somebody said the mask is not about you getting it. It's about stopping you from spreading it. So you can still catch it with the mask on. It was something scary. And I'm just like, oh my God. No, they say I, I wear two masks now. That's yeah. true. Because I wear like, you know, like the surgical mask and then I'll put like a cloth one over it. Because they say if you're wearing just, like, one mask, like, I think it's, like, a 50 to 60% protection right now, they say. But if you wear, like, a cloth one over, it's, like, 90-something percent protection. Mm-hmm. I saw that, too. And yeah. think about it. Like, when I think of Super Bowl parties, I think of, like, bowls of finger food where yeah. everyone has to, like, dip their hands. Everyone's cheering, talking. Yeah. Screaming in your face. and it's literally COVID central, you know? That's why, I mean, I obviously, I'm against Super Bowl parties. Um, but it depends what you call a party, you know? Yeah, I wouldn't go to, like, a place where I knew there was a bunch of people. But like you said, if it was, like, people in my bubble, close friends, I'm, most likely I'm going to be in the house. But, like, if I was to get invited somewhere, I would definitely have to ask those questions. Like, how many people going to be there? Are they going to be wearing masks? Like... I'll come already fed. I won't even touch the food there. <laughs> like, No, exactly. Like, I was invited to, in, like, a couple weeks um, for my friend's birthday. She's like, oh, I'm having people at my house. And then she told me the people. But, I mean, I'm friends with all these people. This is, like, no shade at all. Like, I'm really good friends with these people. I haven't really seen them since COVID. And I see what they post on social media. And... Uh-huh. I mean, they wear their masks in public, yes, like, you know, but they're also going to a new place every weekend. They're doing this, they're doing that. They're seeing large groups of people. The mask can only do so much. Yeah. And they're young and healthy. I mean, I'm young and I'm pretty healthy, but I do have underlying conditions that will, like, make it 10 times worse if I get it. So that's another reason why I'm super, like, cautious with it. But that's why I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'll be able to cool because you know i'm trying to stay safe and like they're my friends like no shape like i see them on social media like running wild you know what i mean uh-huh. so it's like hopefully i'm the next round of vaccines so thank the lord but yeah i don't know like sometimes it's not even rude you know what i mean like i have my two friends that i see because i know they're safe and that's not even shade. If you want to live your life like that, go do that. Like, I understand why people are doing it. But me personally, I just don't want to put myself at risk and then put, like, my parents at risk, too. Yeah, especially when you live with other people. Exactly. And my mom goes to her, my grandma, every week upstate. Mm-hmm. And she still wears her mask there. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to be responsible for bringing COVID into my house. Right. So Super Bowl parties, interesting. There's definitely going to be a lot. Oh, there's going to be plenty. Oh. And if we're talking about COVID Central, it's going to be at the stadium, at Raymond James Stadium. Yes. So that that um, stadium usually seats 65,000 people, but it's being, quote, unquote, 
limited to um I saw 22,000 then I saw 25,000 either way that's also, a lot of people Florida mask rules aren't as strong as other places they're not they're not at all and if there's if there was any place that they were going to be able to get away with having this many people in a stadium it would be Florida yeah but they also said that 7,500 of those people are going to be vaccinated health workers who yep. got like free tickets to the Super Bowl. Yeah, that said- makes a difference though, because they still shouldn't have that many people. Yeah, they said they were going to fill the stadium with healthcare workers. So I thought it was going to only be healthcare workers. And I was like, oh, like I understand that, you know, vaccinated healthcare workers. But no. And that's a nice treat for them, you know? It is a nice treat for them. But then they're obviously having other people. Um, And it's so funny because my mom was telling me, we were sitting at the counter yesterday and she was like, I was watching the news and there's this grocery store in Naples, Florida, and no one wear like you don't need to wear a mask to go inside. Like no one wears a mask. And then the owner was talking to the news and he was saying it's all fake. Um, when they say someone died from COVID, they died from other things. They're just lying to us all. What? And they, they yes, and they have a sign on the grocery store before you walk in. If you wear a, it says if you wear a mask, you're a socialist. What? Yes, no one in this grocery store wears a mask, and like where normal places say wear a mask they replace that sign with if you wear a mask you're a socialist and that's in florida like the own like people do not wear masks in this grocery store like that right now like at this second do you remember what happened in september when tampa bay lightning won the stanley cup yes that's what's gonna ha- I'm pretty sure it's gonna be the same thing if the Bucks win the Super Bowl because Kansas City's mayor Quentin Lucas he said there's gonna be no parade <laughs> if they win yeah. that is getting postponed until it's safe to celebrate but Tampa's mayor Jane Castor all she said was um they didn't plan anything yet because they don't want to jinx it yeah exactly that is why I'm just like that's why like I kind of want <laughs> the Chiefs to win in a way but I mean either way people are going to be celebrating whether the Bucks win or lose but yeah it's crazy like I don't know and I just feel bad for people who follow by the rules and all that and then have to be like exposed to that you know what I mean yeah it sucks yeah but that's crazy that's why I'm interested to I mean I'm sure they'll enforce um They'll be enforcing the mask rule, like, in the stadium and around the stadium. But the bars are going to be filled. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. like in the stadium is different. But once, what happens once they leave the stadium? Like, or- this is – it's great what's happening with Tampa Bay. Like, being able to host a Super Bowl in your home arena. But in oh, Florida, like, if they needed any more ammunition to – just be careless with this virus. Exactly. And then if they win, Jesus. Yeah, literally, I can't even imagine. Like, if I was a player, big, like, okay, y'all have fun. Uh, <laughs> like, you made it through this whole season healthy. If if the Super Bowl was in New York, oh my gosh. What do you think? Governor Cuomo would enforce rules that's what i think just think about all the teams that didn't even have fans this season and the teams that did yeah eagles didn't have any fans this season yeah new york teams didn't have any fans because they're in new jersey like their stadiums the facilities Uh um 
And these are all the states that were hit harder. Uh, well, Florida's hit hard, but a lot of people just don't believe it. But, like, for example, like, I notice how I didn't mention the Dallas Cowboys because I don't know what Texas would do. I mean, I do. <laughs> That's why I was like, New York teams, because honestly, if the Cowboys went to the Super Bowl, they would have, I'm, I, they would have a parade. Yeah. I know? believe it. Which I don't agree with, but, you know, at the end of the day, hey, I'm not, I'm not at the Super Bowl. I'm not winning a Super Bowl. So people are going to tell me it's none of my business. I'm just mad. (laughs) (laughs) But this is just how I feel. But it's just crazy. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'll be in the comfort of my own bed. (laughs) I was just about to say that. I will be in my bed in my COVID-free room watching all the chaos. Literally. And then we'll be talking about it on here next week. Right. (laughs) From the comfort of my bed. Exactly. But yeah, we'll see. It'll be exciting either way. And then maybe not so exciting, the after effects. But I'm looking forward to this year. Yeah. And there's outside of like this amazing matchup, there's also, you know, some more exciting stuff. Amanda Gorman, the young lady who recited her poem at the presidential inauguration, will also be at the Super Bowl this year. She's reciting poetry at the pre-show. And then Sarah Thomas will become the first woman to officiate a Super Bowl. So there's a lot wow. to look forward to on Sunday. And I can't wait. I'm oh, my excited. God. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be really good. Okay. So before we wrap up, let's just you know put our final verdict in. I am taking the books okay um i'm so conflicted like i wish like you were inside my mind right now i keep going back and forth i oh my gosh okay um uh i can't pick (laughs) i just i can't i can't go against tom brady but at the same time i really like the chiefs but also i really want bruce arians to win but at the same time the chiefs are just unfair so like I want to go with the Bucks, but at the same time I don't want to go against the Chiefs either. Do you get Do you get the conflict well, in my head right now? I'll say this: the Bucks were five and three at home, while the Chiefs are eight and zero on the road. So mm-hmm. their home stadium advantage may not play much of a role in the Bucks' probability yeah. of winning on Sunday. Honestly, I feel like home advantages, home stadium advantages, only play a role for certain uh, franchises. Because the fans are more like the Cowboys play better away. Makes no sense. Um, oh, my gosh. This is literally – I haven't had a, a hard time making a decision like this in years. Um, oh, my gosh. Uh, do I have to pick? You don't have to. But I, I feel like I'm always so conflicted that – and I wouldn't even be mad if I'm wrong on Sunday. But I'm, I'm going to take a chance and say mm-hmm. the Bucks. You see, no, I'm genuinely so conflicted because, like, I want to say the Bucks, but at the same time, I don't want to count the Chiefs out. And then I want to say the Chiefs, but at the same time, you can never bet against Tom Brady. And either way, I'd be happy for both teams. So I'm going, I I can't pick. I'm sorry, guys. I can't. I, I wouldn't be able to make a decision. And then it would eat me up this whole week. Like, no, I should have said them. I should have said them. I would be going back and forth with myself. Inner conflict, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard. Like, even right now, I'm, like, getting flustered trying to make a decision. 
So that's what it is. Okay, I'm going with the Bucks. Cass is undecided, and Sunday will tell all. I'm undecided, featuring a lot of inner conflict. <laughs> and, like, yeah, like, I don't know. It's just too difficult of a decision. If I think of one, I'll text you, Chrissy, and then we can, next week we can say what I texted you, and if not, then that's life. Okay, that sounds good. <laughs> that's fair. Thank you guys so much for tuning into episode 22 of Did You Catch That with Cassie and Chrissy. Make sure that you're subscribed to us here on Spotify and that you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at DYCT Podcast. Again, that's DYCT Podcast, and you will hear from us next week.